0: Hey, guys, this is Bruce. And today I wanted to give you a demonstration of a couple of artificial intelligence tools that I've been messing around with. Um, One of the biggest questions I get is, do I think that AI will replace cybersecurity? Maybe maybe in 20 years, 10, 15 years, maybe. I don't know how far we are away from from the change of infrastructure and the. the uh, technological advances that we're going to have to that would be necessary for that to happen can happen eventually yes absolutely eventually it can happen i mean it's it's terrifying but um i think eventually it could take all jobs to be honest <laughs> i mean well i should say that jobs will be different i should say but for now i would say ai is a really 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 good tool and i'm going to show you what i mean by that first of all um is it gonna change the way we you know do do things this right here is is a tool called uh, mid journey and these are some i was trying to come up with a book cover and so that's what you're seeing some of this is like book covers i was trying to come up with for a for a book i wrote a couple books i wrote and it, it didn't quite hit the mark of what i was looking for i mean these are nice and everything but um it's not quite what i was looking for and eventually i had to pay somebody to to help me with the art because it's just these don't they're not just they're just not hitting the mark um but i think an artist who had you know an artist with this tool would be able to come up with something way better than what i come up with here um somebody who does this for a living but yeah i couldn't come up with anything and i was just messing around with all this stuff here this is Um, some stuff I was just messing around with. (laughs) Look at this one. This is pretty dark. This is uh, I think it was apocalypse or something. World War Five on Mars Colony Surreal. Look at look at this. Look how awesome this is. This is World War Five on Mars. (laughs) It's really fun to mess around with. Uh, so I messed around with this one. Um, and then uh the other one is chat GPT. Chat GPT. This is this one is life-changing. So let me show you what you can do with this. So let's say, so first of all, cybersecurity is a pretty broad field, okay? It's very, very broad, and it's not just technical, it's not just hands-on, but it's also um, documentation and management and stuff like that. There's a. It's a huge field, but I'm going to show you some things you can do technically with it, some things you can do to learn, and some things you can do like for GRC positions, which is all this stuff is exciting. Some of this I've never done before. I'm going to do it live. I kind of was messing around with it to come up with some things. And it is powerful. It's a powerful tool, but it's not going to replace a person. Like, not yet. But eventually, if the infrastructure was right and the technology was a lot higher than it is now, then it could totally, totally take over jobs. But we're not there yet. Okay, let me show you. Let us let me show you the easy stuff, the technical piece. This is, this is going to blow your mind. Okay, let's say... Um, I'll give you a real world example. Right now, my the place that I work, we have something, we have something called Splunk, which is a SIEM. A SIEM is a security uh, information event manager. Now, I've never used Splunk before, before this organization. Well, I used it, but I was like doing it for training. I didn't use it in a real environment like I'm doing now. So now I'm having to use Splunk to do these real complex searches to do like audit logs to to see like how the audit logs are running and stuff like that and see if we can find any kind of um system um any kind of security incidents and stuff like that so it's really good for mon i mean it's really a premier tool for monitoring continuous monitoring so i don't know the commands really well i'm more familiar with arcsite and some other some other tools i've used in the past but not splunk so check this out now let's say i wanted to do a basic a basic splunk command. Now, look at what it comes up with. This is really good for teaching because I actually was learning some stuff. It's actually teaching me how to not only how, how to write a basic command, but like why. It's telling me why do you want to write how wh- why do you want to do this and where it maps to and all that kind of stuff. So, it's a great way to learn search expression is telling me how to search search expression search okay stop generating let me show you something else here um show show basic splunk command all right here's one of the things that happens from time to time Um, It it just will stop. (laughs) So there's definitely some issues with it. Um, And I guess it's still in beta. So show basic Splunk. I was just doing this earlier and it gave me some commands. Save and submit. Let's see. Let's restart. Show basic Splunk commands. So earlier I had to do a basic Splunk command and then I actually typed it into a a system and it worked. This is just telling me how to do it. Okay, now check this out. Let's get more specific. Um, Show, create, Splunk, um, Create. Let's see. Let's let's. What if we were looking for an anomaly? Find anomaly. in Sp- This is telling me how to actually write it. How what's going on? How to search? Okay. Let's. For, before I go any further, here are some basic Splunk commands that you can use to search and analyze data on Splunk. Okay, search, search, and then search underscore term. Um, this command is used to search for specific uh, terms in data. Field extraction, extract field name, and then put edit code. This command is used to extract. So this is kind of like a man page, like a manual page that you would do um, in, in um, Unix, or, or I think you could even do this in Spawn. Um, time time range it's telling you how to do time ranges it's telling you how to sort using using a very basic uh reg edit command uh in ascending order or descending order um it's telling us how to aggregate how to aggregate data it's telling us how to find uh where use the where command use tables all that kind of stuff you can do in splunk all right so now let's i'm trying to look for an actual command. Find anomaly in Splunk. Find anomaly, in, let's just type that, basic. And it's telling me steps again. Okay, I don't want steps, I want actual commands. Command for finding malware in Splunk. Let's see if this will work. Define malware in Splunk. Number one, determine the data source that you want to use. Okay, hopefully after this, it'll give me an actual command. Before I was typing it in, it was giving me actual commands. And then I was using those commands in Splunk, and they worked. (laughs) And I don't remember what I actually typed. Let me see. To get that command um user okay is still doing the act ag- breaking down all the things that you want to do to find patterns in splunk but it's not giving me the actual command okay how about this run run command to find mm, linux system red hat red hat system in Splunk. If I wanted to find a Red Hat system, let's say I had Windows systems, I had Mac OS systems, and I had Red Hat systems, how would I go about finding that in a, using a Splunk command? That's what I'm trying to figure out. This thing is a little bit clunky still because it's still in beta, but I'm definitely seeing the power of it. I see why Microsoft and Google and uh, Baidu and all these other companies are trying to jump on the, the bandwagon to get this done is because this thing is super powerful. It's almost taking it's almost searching itself. It's conducting the searches for you, compiling all the information you need. Into um, something that's something that you can use immediately, and so here's the command right here. Let's see. Now here we go right there. Look at this. You can actually copy this code here and put it in your system. It's a great way to learn, and it's a great way for you to actually use it. I mean, this is really really good. Yeah, this is right because the source the source type is a syslog. Linux systems use a syslog. Um, they use SysLock, so that's that. That would be a way to sort it right there against um, most Windows systems. So that that's right. That's the command right there. There it is. Very very powerful. Now, the more specific you get with these commands, the more it can do for you. So, if you were a little bit further along than I am, you could probably come up with way more. You know better searches than what I'm doing here, because this is super simple, simplified stuff. But let's say you wanted to find a specific malware, and you knew the code of that malware. You knew what's what's going to show up. You can you could type, "Hey, find this string, uh, find this string in Splunk Com- command." create a command to find this particular string in Splunk. And you know that string is attached to a hash that's attached to a certain malware. You could do that. So there's so many different things you can do with uh, with chat GPT. Okay, so there's technical stuff. It can write actual code. Like it can literally create, um, create software. Let's see, create, um, let me see, a mobile app i've seen somebody do this before for sorting jobs see what it does to find that see i'm not giving it enough requirements (laughs) it's telling me like all the steps you would do for software engineering (laughs) Very interesting. Oh, you got to find out if it's iOS. I didn't specify if it's iOS or Android or not. Define the in- user interface. How's the u- user interface layout going to be? This ha- like it's telling me the actual steps you would do to create the code. That's very interesting. You know, one application I always wanted to make was one that uh, searches the web, like a web crawler let me see if it'll do that whoops that was an accident stop okay web crawler create a web crawler using python a simple web crawler And i think what it's doing is it's grabbing data from the internet like it's just it's conducting a search grabbing all the information it needs and then it's actually creating it based off of those searches it's doing look at this i always wanted to make a web crawler like there's been a couple times when a web crawler would have been really really great for me to use and so here's here's one that's being written right here in Python. I don't know if this would work. I'd probably have to know some Python in order to get it to work properly because, you know, you're going to have to know some stuff. But here, look at this. It's literally writing code. So if you want a technical breakdown, if you wanted to look for code discrepancies, I'm sure it could do that. Um, this is This is really amazing. But let's switch gears. Let's switch gears to grc this is like writing documentation let's say i wanted to somebody asked me to write them like they wanted to get a template for a vulnerability management um, policy so watch this i'm sure it can do this i'm sure it can do this i wanted to write a von vul- generic I just want a generic one, generic vulnerability. I could spell vulnerability. Management policy. For a medium <laughs> size organization. For federal, you know what, for a federal, for a federal organization for a U.S. federal (laughs) organization. Oh man, okay, let's see what it does. Here's an example of vulnerability management policy for a U.S. federal organization. Vulnerability policy is gonna have an introduction. The policy outline will identify, assess, mitigate vulnerabilities in the the organization's uh, information system. The purpose of the policy is to uh, ensure the integrity availability sensitivity of information okay scope look this is really good it's going by first you have to define the policy then you have to do the scope you're going to have definitions in there then you can have basic requirements look at this look at this now this would be a good starter because within an organization what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to use their previously created documentation to actually do this so this is very good generic stuff. But you know, normally when they hire me to do these documents, they're look they want to take their old documentation and then revamp their new documentation. So this is this is great to know like what's the layout, like really, really good. And actually some of the verbiage I could take from this and just to kind of get an idea, for example, of if I didn't want to retype what an information security officer is, um, okay, they Information system security officer, as well, well call it, but anyway, information security officer is responsible for overseeing the implementation and enforcement of this policy, and for conducting regular vulnerability scans. And so they might call it something different. So they might not call it an information security officer. They might call it a vulnerability management office. But that's neither here nor there. So you could use this as a template to help you to start off a document. This would be a good filler, and it's telling you like a breakdown. Of what things that you should see in a GRC policy or vulnerability management policy. Um, this is not bad. This tool is is highly it's a highly effective tool. I would say um, this is something that that uh, that's very very useful. Is it going to replace your job? Absolutely no. It's not going to replace anybody's. Not not cybersecurity. Not it's not there yet. Um, because cybersecurity, a lot of times, is you're, you're dealing with it's a pe- cybersecurity is a people problem. It's people hacking systems, it's vulnerabilities caused by people. So, a people problem needs people to fix it. Um, but these tools right now uh, are really, really good. So, that's about it for this one, guys. I just wanted to kind of give you a demonstration of Chat uh, GPT. It's definitely worth your time. If you guys are interested in getting this shirt right here, I guarantee you've never seen a NIST 800 shirt before. If you're interested in getting this shirt right here, I'm going to put a link in the description below so where you can grab this. I'm doing more like uh, GRC type merch if you're interested. If not, it's cool. I'm glad you guys got something out of this, and I'll see you guys on the next one.